Hi, how are you? I'm calm today, which is a nice change. Yes. What's what fire has been burning for you? Saturday to Monday night, my left arm was involuntarily twitching. And I kept trying to say, like, what are you telling me? What's happening? And I finally had like it was all weekend and I was like, what? And I had been for the past probably since I was sick almost two weeks ago, I had been feeling lots of limiting beliefs around fierce, fierce, scarcity. I haven't signed a new client since the end of April. So I was like, what's going on? And then that all paired with what's happening with social media right now, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, they're responding to what Twitter's doing. And so there's this like massive kind of cleanup that's happening. And so impressions have gone down, like down to like a quarter of what they used to be. And so all of that together just gave me like this panic button and like it manifested right here. And so what ended up happening was Dr. Robin, I talked to, um, Trav and I went to therapy on Monday night. Travis is not ever the one who brings that up for me, like the scarcity mindset. What happens though, and what I was able to release finally on Monday night, like I had like a, a breakdown and I was like, and my twitch like went away after therapy. So I released it, but it was coming from a place where Trav and I have like this massive home project list. And when I was making high six figures, we were just like rolling with it, with that list. And we've had to stop it. And when I paused to think about why we had to stop it, the world comes crashing down on my shoulders because it feels I put myself into this place of judgment that because of me, we had to pause this, even though, and like, so in that moment and Trav immediately launches into, no, 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 this is our decision as we did, did this together. I'm like, I love you. And that just, that just does, that, that doesn't negate like what comes up for me personally when this, because um like we need to bring down five trees and get new gutters. Like that's a fact in life. And Travis is like, but our house isn't going to like fall down tomorrow if we don't do that. I'm like, okay, fair. So I think like it's this, and I was on this amazing, if you can ever join it, it's that power women's chat. I want to, I just, I haven't no, bedtime. So I have to coordinate Yeah, bedtime well, seven o'clock for the kids. So we're doing bedtime for both kids. No, no, no. It's this morning. It was eight o'clock my time. Oh, I so 7am your time. That's every Wednesday. There's a couple that I've included you on. Anyway, so there, there so it was this morning and like just I've had two really great sessions this week with women entrepreneurs that it can be so isolating and lonely and you there's so easy. Like I was I just shared something this morning. Success sometimes success looks like not folding up shop because you haven't signed a new client in a month. And so it's just that continuous and I'm finally getting some clear I know you feel that. I sent it, I, I like radiate that today, whereas the past two days I haven't been in that mindset. And today I finally feel like a, like a clearing and that I truly believe that. And so coupled with the fact that I've gotten some amazing feedback over the past week of not getting clients, but women coming to me and saying, you're like, you're a fucking powerhouse and you're changing the world. Like, oh my gosh, like that's wild. And that's amazing. And I think sometimes I get stuck in that, like I could hear that all day, every day, 
but it's not making like a dollar. So my mind, like the historical conditioning is teaching me, well, that's still not success. No, it fucking is. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is. So I feel lighter today. I just couldn't, I couldn't really move or like, I feel like I was like really stuck the past few days, past week, past week and a half since I was sick. Yeah. Please don't take that on. No, I'm not taking it on. I'm feeling it because it's really fucking beautiful. Mm. I just want to honor it and give it space to breathe and feel that because it's like, and I think that like, I know that in my conscious, I, I know all of that, but like, it's this wild, these shadows that it's, it's the constant shadow work. So, mm-hmm. you know, and another story, and I'm, I'm thinking about posting this, I was called an alpha yesterday. And my immediate thought was, I got like my immediate, like, was, oh, I'm a, like, I, uh, that's a badge of honor. And then it quickly moved into, wait, alpha in the corporate world as if, as a woman used to be a bad thing. And then like third emotion was, wait, the context in which it was brought up there, I was in a networking and I was paired with this other woman and the leader of the networking said during the session to the whole group, I didn't know how it was going to be pairing these two alphas. It could have gone really bad. And what sat with me in that third feeling was like, ooh, let's not do this thing where you pin women against each other. That Let's not have that preconceived notion. So I actually wrote her after, and we're supposed to talk today, just to, I just let her know that's what came up for me and that it sat with me. And I just wanted to share it because I think part of my truth telling and sharing, like, I'm not pissed. I'm just like, here's came up and here's, she's like, call me. Like she's, she's awesome. And we're going to talk about it. But like, but I was like, Ooh, so I had like three waves of being an alpha. So immediately I pinged Robin. I was like, I was called an alpha. I don't know if I like it. And she was like, she, I was like, before she even wrote back, I was like, I'm going to ask my guides, hang on a second. (laughs) So I went and I went and asked my guides and they gave, they made space for me. And they said, how do you think we get all this work done? My love. (laughs) And I was like, and then um, Robin was like, I wrote her all of this that I, that my guides told me. And she was like, yes, my, she was like, precisely. Of course you're not my friend. I'm like, okay. Okay. So I've had a lot of historical shadow traumas come through from the corporate, how I was supposed to show up in the past week and a half. And it has really impacted me. Not, not very good, but I feel like I can breathe again today. So that's really special. And I'm really grateful for that. And I think it's because I've been honoring it. And I also finally, there's this thing I do that like, if I'm concerned about abundance, I don't tell Travis because I feel like there's this element of like, if I say it out loud, then I'm giving it power. But also I don't think it serves me to not to like to keep it in. I'm not giving it power. I'm sharing with my partner that I have this moment and during therapy, when I was, he saw my work in real time over the weekend, we were at the local Hawthorne gardens, picking up like plants for our garden and flowers. I saw two women there that I've never worked with before, but I know of, and they follow me on LinkedIn and they both stopped me. And like, we had a this, like these game-changing conversations. And um, when Travis talked about it in therapy on Monday, he teared up. He was like, I see what she's doing. Like, and it's, amazing and I was like that made me cry I was like oh my gosh because like he just um he gets all like all he gets probably a lot of the business side of it he doesn't like to he doesn't really get to see 
the magic Mm -hmm. so he saw the magic and he was like holy shit like she's doing like really big work you know so despite that I'm not like you know making high six figures right now so anyway that's all that's happening it's so beautiful I'm so proud of you thank you you're welcome you know what's interesting is like even seeing Lizzo Oh, I felt like I was on fire after that show, but it also sent me into a tailspin that I wasn't doing enough because mm. she's such a, you know, and I asked Robin, we had a session the day after Lizzo, thank God. I was like, I don't think I, I'm like, Lizzo's so big and I'm not doing, or I, I want to be her. And she was like, what if you already are? Yeah. I'm like, mm. what? And she was like, if you didn't resonate with her and if you didn't feel the visceral rising of what of her presence I am getting chills right now so my guides are reinforcing that like I already am so I just need to trust in that but I think between Lizzo being sick like there again there's just been like a ton so I've talked a lot that's all that's happening with me I want to hear you said there's a ton going on I want to hear about it and the reason I wrote last night are you okay my spidey senses are sensing what's going on but I want to hear it from you so whenever you're ready yeah. I just want to hold space for what you're experiencing Thank because you. it's just so beautiful. And I wrote down one of the things you said, which success is not folding up shop. And I had another conversation yesterday and that theme came up. Right. And so I'm reveling at this moment. I'm holding space for the, about a bajillion synchronicities that are happening in my world right now. Um, that I'm just trying to like not vibrate like freak out like and experiencing them because it's so fucking beautiful and once you come out of the tragic part of it (laughs) because the tragic hard part is really fucking hard too um but it's been really hard yeah Mm -hmm. and um and I'm just kind of like lining up my own timeline with yours and seeing like the synchronicities just in general in the experience that we're having. And I want to transition to share what I'm been going through and experiencing with this statement, which is the slingshot. And you just articulated a slingshot for yourself, right? You did the work, you honored the work, you felt into it, you dug into it and said like, what's happening here? Why, what do I need to release? Like, and that just has to happen over and over again. And I'm not going to lie, fucking sucks to have to go through it. (laughs) I feel stuck. I feel, I feel like, and it doesn't like, I'm having hard time, like using words. They're limiting right now to me. I want to show you what was happening inside me. And the fact like, yeah, my soul knew what was going like knew everything but like my body was limiting and so I was like seeing the conjunction it's like I know I know know. but like I couldn't stop myself feeling and I didn't want to stop myself but I my soul already knew so like one of the beautiful exercises Robin walked me through is she had me go meet three months from now Amy and we met on Jupiter and we had this beautiful conversation and she had a Disney shirt on and that so like Travis and I've been talking for two years for our ninth nine year anniversary we want to go to Disney World for our anniversary that was interesting to me that's literally what she was wearing so I was like and we've been talking this year I'm like there's no way we can go to Disney well there might be a way we can go to Disney you know what I mean just like 
so talking to her helped Amy three months, Amy. So anyway, I did, I interrupted and also wanted to show you what I'm saying. I was, I know. I love that. I meant to say to kick off that you look fantastic. (laughs) This is my favorite line. I always like say this to myself and I saw that I was like, I had to buy it. Okay. So the synchronous with you and yeah. So hold me, hold space. I I'm chiming in and I, it's you and I haven't talked in a while too. And that's also not helpful. Yes. I like that. Like this has been too long. Yes. So where do I start? Okay. I'm going to align a little bit with what you're experiencing because I need to honor the synchronicities. And I think that's actually important for anybody who eventually hears this as well to understand that like you are, even if you feel like you're alone in those moments and like you're in the pullback of the slingshot and it feels like you're at the bottom of the mud hole and you can't see light and you can't get out of it. Somebody else is going through exactly the same thing that you're experiencing in that moment. And so I want to offer to everyone to open your heart because this is something that I do. And I've been practicing and continuing to honor the fact that this is something I do and not chastise myself for quote unquote talking too much when it's actually me opening my heart and allowing other people to realize that they're not alone because I am capable of opening my heart to show them what's inside of me for them to feel that community. So, so the, so I've been going through my own slingshot. Um, I saw it coming this time, which was interesting. I've been seeing it coming a little bit and I've been trying to breathe and feel through it. And yet I was just working on it. Mm-hmm. and not surrendering to it. And so good learning for the future. When I see it coming, do a better job of surrendering. I don't have to, I will experience it as I need to experience it, but building something that does not exist and truly birthing a new paradigm is fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. And awesome. Mm -hmm. because I see it, I feel it, I know it, and it is not easy and I cannot do it alone. So I vacillate between knowing what my superpowers are, feeling good about my superpower, and also not exhausting myself by being super, because super is not going to get it done. It has to be bigger than that. So, so what's been coming up for me is, uh, um, One, the community that I'm building, I know it's the right thing. And I keep being presented with some are limiting beliefs. Some are asynchronicities. Is that how you say that? That I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand what's happening here. And trying to live through those to understand what it's telling me or what I need to be learning in those moments. Right. And so I had this realization the other day that I was trying to do things in a new way and I was still doing it the old way. Masta is the new way. <laughs> and way. I was still doing things in the old way, masked in doing it as the new way. Like yeah. it really isn't the new way. It is yeah, pretending like it's the new way, but it's not. And I know that. And yet, but this is different and it is different, but it's not as far along the spectrum as it needs to be. 
And that's really, 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 really hard for me because for me personally, I see things from such a zoomed out view and I can see the layers in between, but sometimes I get impatient with the layers in between and why can't everybody just see (laughs) what I see, right? And because I actually do see that most people do see that, but they don't live in that. And I do. And so there's a lot of learning and growth still for me to bring those skill sets together to be able to actually create the change that I want to create or hold space for and and support in this new world. So that's a lot of perhaps fluffy talk. So let me bring it down to like the real hardship, which is my oldest is still rubbing up against this antiquated bullshit education system that we have. Just going to lay it out there. And it's not him. I had the amazing opportunity to share my heart with a bunch of the moms from his class who said, reflected right back to me. I thought I was the only one. It's like, absolutely not. Using validation. And even some that didn't experience what we were experiencing were experiencing what I see as the opposite expression of what I'm experiencing, right? My son is experiencing the flight cope or the the fight coping mechanism, right? Trauma response. Others are experiencing fawning. And what that looks like, in my opinion, and no, I'm not a psychologist or any of these other things, but I don't need any of those letters to tell me what I see. No, you know your kid, first of all, and your magic. So, you know. And when a kid buttons it all up at school and then comes home and loses their shit, that's because they're fawning to fit in. And it's their safe space. So they can release. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But that's a, that's a, like a building towards fawning is like, okay, here, how do I create safety in this environment that doesn't feel good to me? And it's like, oh, just do what I'm told. Don't rock the boat. Right. And then there's also the fight mechanism, which don't get me wrong. My son is not like fight fighting, but he's not fawning. He's not doing as he's told he's doing what feels in his body. Right. So I honor him for that because I think one, he's, as I said to these moms, it's like, I love every single one of these kids because they are these beautiful sparks that are pushing us to make changes on their behalf, to create the beautiful world that is coming. And I only want to do everything I can to feel what they're pushing us towards and to support them in the change that they're creating for that. Right. And I, so many of that, and I was like, I, that's how I speak. (laughs) I just speak in this like way. (laughs) I can't help it. I recognize that a lot of people like that, that seems, I don't know. I, all the words are limiting and I don't want to label it, but I know that it, it, it is not something that necessarily everybody speaks that way, but I think it resonates and it vibrates on a different level for people that they register it. And so that's just how I speak. And so they were like, that was so beautiful. It resonates for me in the way that the way that these kids are reacting in schools is the way that many adults are reacting in the workplace. Yes. So let's keep going because my world is 
like I'm in like I'm I came out of the darkness and now I'm in the light and I see the light everywhere and now I have to help myself not overdo my lightness (laughs) yeah yeah because this is when I feel like I'm taking on the world and I'm gonna change everything and then something is going to like remind me that it doesn't just happen in a day and you can't you have to keep you have to build the momentum so so as is my experience we I keep kind of having these moments where like things that are happening to me feel asynchronous asynchronous from what I'm building and quite frankly what I'm building feels like it's stalling out because I'm trying to do it in the old way not the new way and there was a lot of emotions and feelings that are coming up around that for me and some of them being the abundance the scarcity mindset and oh, I thought that this was, I thought this was hitting. And so like I released and I surrendered or maybe I just expected and I didn't actually surrender to it. And now I'm being reminded to surrender again and that it needs to happen on a different timeline than what I had originally planned. And that's happened way too many times. And I'm like, okay, but um, I'm trusting, I'm trying, but there's some stuff that I have to like operate in this world. So, so all this stuff is happening around schools, education, so many frustrations. I got an email yesterday morning that really set me off and really like I dove into the bottom of the mud puddle and like lost, which I needed to do. I really needed to like go to the depths. I needed to pull myself all the way back to feel all the intense emotions and anger and frustration and all of that to allow me to come in today to have an amazing conversation with a mom. But I'm like, oh, now it all clicks together. If I hadn't dug deep yesterday, I this probably wouldn't have clicked this way. And I wouldn't have been as open-hearted and as fiery, which I'm learning to love my fire and bring it authentically into experiences and not hold that back. Like, and, and so basically, oh, Hey, all this stuff I learned as a leader and that I want to bring and help in the corporate world of, Hey, we are whole humans. That also applies to education because the teachers insecure leaders. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And guess what I do? And I've realized this more and more in the last couple of weeks. I'm like, how did I miss this? How did, how did this just, my superpower is building communities. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and I didn't realize because you, your superpower, this is exactly what I tell other people. Your superpower is hiding in plain sight. Yeah. And, and there it was for me. I just uncovered my superpower and what? How did I let that go? Yeah, I, if I may, yes, please. You haven't let it go. Like I'm sitting here trying to pinpoint how you've not realized that because like, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, from an outside, that's because I can see your superpower and you can see mine, but it's really yeah, hard to see your like, own. So obvious. Like that's all you do is build community. So I'm like, what? Yeah. And and I think also teachers. Ooh talking about insecure leaders, like um, what helped me in that moment was I have an enormous amount of empathy for teachers because like 
what's coming up for me is the fact that like insecure leaders in the corporate workplace, at least they're making like fucking tons of money. I'm not saying suggesting that like wins all, but like teachers, they're a lot of their life is like being the underdog. And oh, by the way, they don't make like any money. And they're they're tasked with shaping young minds, but like so I'm not suggesting they get like a pass to be insecure. I'm saying that like for for me, what comes up, it's like these insecure leaders in the corporate workplace, like they don't have any actually it's interesting because like on on either spectrum neither one other whether low paid teachers or high paid executives neither one have an incentive to change it's power and it's not and it's the system yeah it's like they actually have no power so like if you're a high paid executive you remain high paid by not rocking the boat if you're a low paid teacher you don't get more money by rocking the boat. And the opposite of that, which is as a leader, I have power over my employees. Mm. If like I, I'm the leader, they have to do what I say. Mm. How does a teacher operate? Really? Not always. I'm, this is, yeah, this I, is I, I just mean that they, so if I connect the dots between like the amazing conversation I had this morning, I thousand percent believe in all of those teachers. I believe that at some point in their lives, they felt called to work with children. They must have, to your point, why would you go through all this if you didn't want to change lives? Now, there's probably a small percentage that did just want to exert authority and power over others, and that feels good to them. So there's going to be... What's that? That, that's so weird to me that like, a teacher from that perspective would want to yield power over a child. Like that's odd to me. It's odd, but wow, it's there. But, and I don't feel that that is, I I think that that's shifting a lot. So that has been a lot of the older education system that is moving out, right? And trying to move out. But what's happening right now is just band-aids every fucking where band-aids just we can't tear it down and start over again there's so much bureaucracy and they're scared fair right and so we were recounting a couple we were sharing stories and I give grace to everybody I believe everybody wants to be their best sometimes they're not equipped sometimes They've lost their way, but I brought it right back. It like sunk for me that, oh my God, there's insecure leaders there. Just like when I talk about the insecure leaders that I've worked with, which is I don't have the ability to say, I don't know. I don't have the capacity. I don't, I, I don't have that wherewithal within me to feel confident and comfortable in my own skin to be able to say, I don't know everything. Right. And of course that happens for teachers too. Right. Because you're trusting them with your children. So how could I ever say, I don't know, or I don't have a handle on it, right? So when we recount a story that's like, hey, I heard this thing that happened in class. And I know you know that this is not really a good tactic for these kids. I assume you were probably at the end of your rope, like it had been a long day, you know, you kind of got pulled back into that trigger mode of like, I don't know what else to do. I've lost all my other tools. And so I did this. 
And then when the teacher doesn't have the capacity to say, yeah, I'm human too. And I was having a hard day because you are human. You are a teacher, but you are not superhuman. You are human. Like that parent is trying to say like, I get it. I don't do it because I don't know that I could, right? We need to create space for the teachers to be able to say, yeah, it was a tough one. I just needed a break or whatever that is, right? And the teacher comes back and says, I can't believe that you lost your trust in me. I would never do that. This is, this is like, no. Oh, there's, there's a they, lack of a human moment. They get defensive. Yeah. Instead of anchoring, like the parent is trying to create the moment of you're a human. Like I get it. I know you understand. I know you've studied this. You should, you'd know, right. This, but I heard that this happened. The teacher had like, you open the door for them to be able to say, yeah, tough day. Not, not my modus operandi. Right. Like, and instead the teacher says, I, I am so angry and offended that you would say this to me. Oh my like this has really broken our trust and I don't know how we come back from this. And it's like, whoa, the teacher is saying that the mom or parent has broken the trust. Mm -hmm. Oh my. So I read that situation and I say, oh, what an insecure leader. She does not feel confident and comfortable to be able to say, hey, you know what? You spend a lot of days with these kids. Like, a lot of time with them. Like, I get it. I spend a lot of time with them too. I don't keep my cool 99% of the time. Like, I don't keep it. Like, you have room, wiggle room, right? Like, but that's, that comes back to exactly what I want to create in this world, which is that heart-centered approach. Helping these insecure leaders, wherever they are, to be able to anchor back into why they do what they do, allow them the space to say, I'm human too, for all of us to see each other as humans. And oh, by the way, when this connects to education, you being that human and saying to these kids in a classroom, not authority, but instead saying, I'm having a really hard time with my body right now. I need a break or I need, you know, whatever it is, right? Like it's almost like there needs to be like a tag team, like tag in. I got, I got, I need a moment, you know, like, like we have a home, we have partners. I had a, I have a good friend who is extremely spiritually awake and she, all she wanted to do growing up was be a teacher for children and nourish young minds. And the past, like two years ago, she'd been teaching probably 10 years or so. And her heart was so broken. Her mind was mush, like and now she ha- she had to leave. She had to leave teaching altogether because she's like, I can't explain to you how it's not even that teachers don't get support. It's like that it's 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 broken my spirit in total. And that's why I've kind of gotten away from speaking about this is happening just in corporate. No, this is literally happening across any humanity, any place that humans exist. And so, and now she's thriving in this new field that she's in because she's back to genuinely leading with her heart and soul and helping um she's a doula she became she completely pivoted and she's bringing life into the world and she's like she's a different person i mean it's just it's but to, to have seen her spirit so broken like she was just in every capacity not okay so this came up a lot in our conversation today of 
I'd love to just burn it all down. Like I'm like, burn this, burn that, burn this. Let's start over and try yeah, again. You hear me say it. I'm like, burn it the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that easy. And I think it's going to have to happen. So we'll see what happens. But we had this conversation about, we live in a beautiful community. And unfortunately, we've lost sight of why we built these community schools, public schools was to bring the community together when that sat with me or sits with me now my whole body lights up because like right instead of us building community in these schools the schools feel like they have to prove to the parents that they are perfect and beautiful and nothing is wrong here and the parents just want to like help but they aren't really given access they're not allowed right it's like nope 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 we know what we're doing. You don't know. So there's like this invisible wall that we're trying to pretend like doesn't exist, but it does. And we need to break down that wall to actually come back to creating community. There's so much bureaucracy to that, that, and ego, right? That insecurity festering in these individuals that have been bred into this. Like I'm, again, open heart, love. I want like for those that still want to like create a beautiful education system, like let's do it. But we have to let go of some of that ego to be able to come together with open hearts to be able to create something new. I was going to say both sides have created this. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Right. And, and look, I have no doubt that there are challenges on the opposite direction, all that sort of stuff, but the way that we come together is so broken. It's just so broken. And we need to get back to the thing that keeps coming up for me that one of our friends shared at some point is the ancient future, right? Like there has been so much good that has come before us. Some of these things all started truly with a heart open approach and we like mashed it all up. We like really really did a number on it and now it's like now we need to bring it into a new way and rebuild it from like what the original intention was right like let's like let that wall down and say like what are our intentions here like how do we come from a heart-centered intention to really create the best thing we can rather than my way or your way right and so did we have this growing up when we were in school did we have what this conflict, this wall. No, not the same way. So something else that came out of our conversation that I thought was really beautiful is, um, I mean, this new generation is pushing this change. We had some of this that was kind of coming up, right? In different ways, but we've evolved. Like, and they are pushing us to really like change things. And one of the things that was said is like, kids now, they read authenticity. They read it. From the day they're born. I mean, you know, my youngest, like she, she, she's read it forever. Like, she, and I can see her reading it. Right. And when something doesn't feel right or good or authentic to her, like she loses her mind and she can't articulate that yet, but I see it in her and I see it in my son too. Like he will back off of something that doesn't feel right. Like they are coming in with this like energy reading ability 
that I don't think we've repressed for a really long time. And I don't think even was embedded into any of us. And so I think it's pushing us in a totally new way. I think there was a lot of things that did happen. And, you know, I mean, you can look back to even things that happened with the sixties, like that was a beautiful moment. And then we like squandered it, but it made so many advances, right? So many things like, a lot of beautiful stuff came out of that. And a lot of beautiful stuff came out of the eighties and a lot of beautiful stuff came out of the nineties. And here we are again, and we're still working on some of this stuff. And so is this going to be the time that we're actually going to make it happen? I think so. I think we're ready. I think we're preparing for the, these things to change. And so for me, I'll connect that back. So, you know, I was having this dark night yesterday and just feeling like very overwhelmed and everything that's happening and not happening. Right. And, um, what am I doing? And then scarcity and all this like stuff is coming into me. And I've had multiple people say things to me that were exactly what I needed to hear in that moment, which is don't feel guilty for bringing community together, build a community, but build it the way you just build communities. Yeah. And so expecting so much. So I, you know, this mom is like, yes, send that email. Let's get together. I want to create this change, but you're the community builder. Like I have to play that role, right? She plays a really significant role in this because she has a lot of experience and knowledge around this particular topic. Right. And so for me, it's like, okay, great. Let's bring them together. Like I see the fact that community needs to happen, awareness, sharing, and then action. Right. And that's how we get there. And so it's like, okay, I just got to keep doing that where I find these opportunities and these like what I'll call, you know, subject matter experts or like passion leaders, their skill set is not the superpower that I have. So just like I've always believed, like we all have our superpowers and we come together to be able to build off of each other. And so I think it's starting to unlock for me exactly what I do how the new way is. (laughs) I'm just a piece of the pie, but it's starting to feel more authentic and real. And I, there's a lot of challenges to this that I don't know how to overcome and I'm going to learn and grow through it. And I also know that this was coming up for me also in a very important way that how I was trying to build wasn't wrong per se, but what was it doing for me? I'm very open-hearted on the front. I'm still pretty blocked on the back, meaning I don't receive it. And today I've had three things already, you included, that have allowed me to feel that love, that support, that true, not me doing it to be perfect or be liked or all that stuff. Like just true, legit, like me opening my heart a hundred percent of the way and then allowing that reception on the back end is a hard thing for me. And I, I've made a lot of progress in the last 24 hours and I'm feeling amazing. And, and that if I'm building this community, it's not just for others, it's for me. And that's how it's going to feel authentic and real. It's not just telling other people. It's not doing this and standing on the outside looking in. It's feeling it myself. And so there's a lot to learn there. And I feel ready to start to do that. And I know that this feels good also with what I anticipate is going to be this summer of a lot for our family and a lot of presence that I need to create in my family 
for my kids, things that are non-negotiables, like that business can't interrupt this, right? And so if I look back to like, I was going to do it this old way, disguised as a new way, I don't have space for that. That's not the way it's supposed to happen. And so, um, yeah, it's been a wild fucking couple of hours. <laughs> and there's so much, there's just so much synchronicities and like, oh my gosh, I have all these skill sets that I've been cultivating for a really long time. Oh my gosh, this is the thing that I do. Oh my gosh, I'm seeing it. Oh my gosh, like I'm just open to like all of a sudden, here I come again. Just when I thought I they was all asynchronous, like whoop, it reconnects. And um, so, yeah, so that's what's happening for me. I got to stop trying and just being me. Yeah. And, and same. Yeah. I kept getting your energy through that. The way it shows up for me is I get chills and I, I don't know how to explain it when I'm making a soul connection or something that really my guide wants me to like, perk up, pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> I get like a shiver, shiver chill, but it like, it's not really down my spine. It's like through my third and fourth chakra almost to my throat. So I got that several times. And I think you and I have a really tough fucking job to do because we are literally hardwired to perform the way that we were supposed to before and trying, but like this internal storm of like fighting that and trying to show up in this new space. It's like a daily minute by minute kind of, it's a battle sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for me, Robin's been a godsend. So, so much value for me there too. Um, I have a lot of, I've always had a lot of self-awareness. So I like, I work myself through situations pretty well sometimes until I get to like these. And it's like, then I, I'm like, I just need to like a place, like I should just have a picture on the wall that I talk to um, because like, I just need to air it all out. And by the time I'm done airing it all out, I've figured it all out. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because like I, I approach these things with, I know I don't have to do anything, but why is there a fire that burns inside of me that tells me I have to do everything? <laughs> that's, that's what I have been feeling so hard for so long. And I finally feel dissipating as it relates to, and I still, I still get it. But what's really amazing and what's what Robin's helped me do is when it rises, I'm like, Ooh, where's that? What's that coming from? Like, I'm curious about it and I honor it. And we just can't do it alone. Like this is a message that just keeps coming for me. Immediately. No, nor immediately. Nor immediately. But I say alone because just this conversation, like these are the, there's one thing that I could just plop into every person's brain or heart or whatever it is that wrote, perhaps I know that it's my superpower. And so it's where I anchor. But when you, when you see that you're not the only one, like we, especially in the United States, are very individualistic, right? We've created these camps of just I, and I have to do it all. And we're like trying to figure out how to not do that. And it's like, well, ask for help here and ask for help there. But it's like, we, no, we've just conditioned ourselves into this, like, we're not a part of the village anymore. And it's like, you know why the village is awesome? Because you don't have to bear all the weight alone. Mm -hmm. And you know, you and I sharing these stories, like this is it, right? You, you can't work through it alone. You talk about sharing this obviously with Robin. I share stuff with Robin, but I'm also reflecting on the fact that I have like three coaches at the moment and Thank our you. relationship and 
multiple other like arm people I'm linked arms with that I can have these conversations with that are truly soul bearing conversations, right? Which is allowing me to be more authentic all the time because now that's like that's how I operate. So when I'm not operating like that, I feel it. And so I'm just operating more and more and more and more and more and more and more like that, which is great for me. Right. But like, I need those people. I need that reflection. I need those people I'm linked arms with that I can just be me to help me be more of me. And we keep anchoring ourselves in this concept of even self-discovery or self-improvement is you sitting behind a phone scrolling and liking posts, like that's going to help you 10%. But if you want to make the big change and the big difference, maybe you get a coach that's going to help you up to 50%, right? For me, I think you have to create community in order to constantly see these reflections, right? Like you almost need to be in a hall of mirrors all the time, not all the time. Like I love it. So I want to be in the hall of mirrors because I want to like bring it on. I'm getting better all the time, but you have to open up that hall of mirrors to be able to see the reflection so that you can continue to make the progress and know you're not the only one reflecting that, that there are other reflections in that hall. May I offer something? Yes, you may. I, over the past few months, well, like I've been, you you know, that I've been kind of um, lovingly exiting, helping people exit my life over the past year. It's when I share that with you, it doesn't feel like it resonates because you're not as maybe, I don't want to say bold about it, but you're not as like in a hurry to do so. But something you just said struck me as you're starting, you might be entering that phase where like you haven't, and I'm getting this, it's not just mine. Um, So far, you haven't necessarily wanted to pay as much attention to that because it does feel like cutting people out of your life, but you're starting to come to realize that's actually part of what makes you so powerful is like, is not having to put that on. Mm -hmm. And it's something that like, I was able to do first and foremost. And like, now if someone makes me feel, no, it's not the person. If I feel icky or like that, I can't be my pure stripped down self, I will pretty swiftly remove myself mm-hmm. as of, and I've been really leaning into that the past year. And I think like when I sent you that, I think it was Instagram. I sent you a message. I'm like, I wholeheartedly feel this. And you put a, like a sad crying face. I'm like, no, I feel great. Cause like, it's, it's finally recognizing this is a high vibe statement. I'm going to say, I finally realize who deserves my energy and it's not everybody. So mm-hmm. there's been certain ways. And it doesn't mean, again, doesn't mean that I'm going to, that there were some friendships I had to I had to stop. It's not about me going out and finding relationships that I need to cut off. It's about more filling, like adjusting the energy levels percentages toward different individuals or groups of people. And where I feel my cup is fucking full and raging in this love and passionate way was like in that circle at the retreat when we were the, our burn circle. And I, I fucking wanted to like strip off my clothes and go chant. Like that's the energy that like, I was in this amazing group yesterday of women, 200 women. And we were talking, it was the power of the pack by female quotient and talking about the power of the period and like menstruation and just like, <clears throat> oh, <gasps> squad. Like I felt overwhelmed, overcome with like, I felt like, oh, thank God. There's still my squad out there and that are 
carrying a really strongly. And one of the women, she reminded us, she's like, listen, if all of these men weren't trying to control our bodies, then it's time to worry. Like when they're quiet, right? Like they're, and them by simply doing those things are helping us, like we're doing something right because we're getting their attention. I'm like, yeah. Anyway, that's a, that's like what I'm, was getting, am getting, I've been getting that about you for a long time. Oh but I yeah. Oh yeah. You were necessarily, I think in the past you would have, you would have had one of your, your loving rebuttals. So I, I just sat on it. I was like, mm, maybe not yet. Oh, I mean, this has been a lifelong lesson for me and I'm, you weren't always wanting to hear it though. No, because I'm, I'm an optimist. Right. And so part yeah. of me and well, I'm an optimist and uh, like when I hear that, I, I fully embrace it because I, I believe everything you're saying and I'm experiencing it, but in a, like, I'm starting to experience it in a way that's authentic for me. And I think like the way that's authentic for you is different than the way that's authentic for me. And so, and rightfully so. And that's the beauty of all of it. I just see it shifting you in a good way. Absolutely. And I feel that. And I actually, Oh, 11, 11. I also believe like right now, I I 100% feel that I'm getting bombarded with lessons that are preparing me for the next thing or what's coming. And one of them is that, right? Which is, I mean, I can think back to multiple friendships, relationships, et cetera, that like they kind of just went away and I like tried to hold on to them. Like, well, why? I don't really understand. Like, what do you like? I just want to be with everybody. And I think that comes from my anchor of building community, right? That I was always doing that without receiving it. And so I didn't feel for a long time what was being felt by others that like there wasn't a connection there. And that's cool. That's okay, right? And so for me, this is a learning and a growth, which is interconnected between the two of feeling that I can be myself letting go of if my true self turns people away and accepting that if that's true, that's great and fine because that shows that I'm being my full self and they may not be ready for it. And at the same time, figuring out how that melds with the fact that I bring people together, right? Right. So if I bring people together, how can I say this isn't a fit? But I'm getting that lesson as we speak, as I'm having conversations with people and I'm like, Ooh, that didn't feel right. And I was like, Oh, what did I do? Nope. I didn't do anything. It just didn't feel right. That's okay. We're going to let it go. Yes. And that's more of what I'm shifting it. That's more of what I've shifted into in the past six months is more, again, it's not about me casting anyone away. It's like, I'm going to be, I'm going to show up as me. And if you, if you stick cool, like we've, it's like, even the people that I guess seemingly I felt like I had to cast aside, like even I, I feel love for them. It's like yeah. you, oh yeah, yeah. In your life for a reason in this season. And one of the things you just said, which I thought was interesting is um, back, you did let me go. Mm-hmm. And I think that was needed. Mm-hmm. We need, we both needed to let go of that chapter of our friendship mm-hmm. to enter in this new one. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's interesting that like in the past, even in that time frame, you would have held on to anyone else but me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someday we need to revisit that for this group. Cause I think there's a lot of lessons that we can see now that like we couldn't even see then or even six or eight months ago. Right. And 
And that's really powerful what you're bringing there because I, that's unlocking a lot of things for me as I'm sitting here of like, yeah. Huh. <laughs> right. And, and I love that anchor into with love, right? Like if it's not for you, it's not for you because I can't help being the optimist that I am is like, I hope that your journey brings you back in a different way at some point. Right. And if it doesn't great, cool. You do you like be beautiful and go be your best expression of yourself and do what feels authentic to you. I do believe if more people are able to anchor into a heart open centered approach that like there will be less of that um, and that you will just manage your energy and how much you want to give in those situations rather than feeling like it has to be a hundred percent or zero. Right. And so how can we start to ebb and flow in this? Like, I see all the beautiful humans, you're a beautiful human, but we're only going to exchange like 5% of our energy because it's just, that's where we are in this beautiful, like array is we're not a hundred percent connected. And that's cool. Like, that's great. Cause you know what, you're going to be a hundred percent connected to other people. And that like, is going to all kind of create this beautiful web. So, and when that energy exchange ebbs and flows, know that it's, it's not mine to control. Yeah. It's like, even like going back to like us, it was my shit I needed to deal with. And like, I think your future high self was like, okay, you go do you and and like, I'll go do me. And man. Yeah. I mean, I, I would never I, have yeah, seen that at the moment, but I look back at it now and I'm like a thousand percent, thousand percent. You're like, yep. Cause your future higher self, like, I think both of our teams knew what needed to happen. My, my thirties were like completely game-changing and I'm so thankful for them. And it's just, um, it's not that I can't spend time with people that I don't 100% resonate with, but to your point, like sometimes I'll say to you, like, I wish we could do redo some trips or things like that, but maybe not. I know you say, you always say that to me. And I always think, uh, no, I don't think that that was meant to happen. And like, I'm very comfortable and confident in where we are right now. Yeah. That's hard, right? Because like, well, I wasn't okay. I think probably what I was thinking about in that moment in the trip that I referenced is that like, I genuinely was not okay. Yeah. I was what, three weeks away from pivoting and uprooting everything I knew to be true. So totally. But you know what? Like, so this is how I see that that's exactly what you needed at that time. So I don't want to redo that because there is no redo. There's a future event that can happen. That will be what you needed to happen then. What I did, what I did do in those moments is when things came up and people were, folks were starting to kind of talk badly about each other. I helped reframe immediately in those moments. I'm like, Hey, what, what if, you know, because like, I've always kind of been really uncomfortable with um, gossip or like talking behind someone's back. I'm like, is that their problem or your problem? Like, I've just never been comfortable ever, which is why I find it fascinating what led to us. I let that in and I, and I amplified it, but it was, again, I think needed. It had to happen. It had to happen in my authentic moment. I let it come through and it led to this rebirth, but I think more and more I will, when someone's offering something like I volunteered last week and um, one of the women, like an adult woman was talking about an autistic teenager and she kept complaining about this young woman, like keeping, like going back and petting the dog and the dog just wanted to rest. I'm like, 
what if they're both healing each other in that moment though? And she immediately saw I was not going to entertain any sort of, cause I, I think about it like they're there to help the heal each other. So that's beautiful. Yeah. And um, she was like, and I just kind of like walked away, but I'm not, I wasn't trying to judge her in that moment either. Like oh, you, right. you have your thoughts, but like, this is my thought and they're healing and it's beautiful. So that's what I love about the reframes, right? Because it isn't about judgment. It's just, oh, Hey, let's take an opportunity to see it differently. And you can, you can decide you don't want to see it that way. That's cool. I'm just offering an alternate, right? I think I'm not there. <laughs> Genuinely, I'm not there for the humans during yeah. my volunteer moment. I'm there for the dogs. Yeah. And it, it's exquisite, my favorite part of my week. So this was an awesome catch up. And thank you for sharing. Thank you. Cool.